Why go to all the trouble of experiencing the great outdoors for yourself when you can listen to a few Northwest Outdoor experts yap about it? This is the Three Rivers Marine Outdoor Line with Tom Nelson and Joey Piber on Seattle Sports. The Outdoor Line is brought to you by Yamaha, Sportco Outdoor Emporium, Duckworth Boats, Roy Robinson RV, Kitsap Marina, Bob's Heating and Air Conditioning, Ray Marine, and Les Schwab Tires. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Outdoor Line, Seattle Sports Station 710. Matt Nelson, one of the board. Bob Buchanan joining me in studio because Joey Pyburn is up gallivanting up north with our good buddy Phil Spiels, you know, Yamaha, uh, yeah, excuse me, I said Yamaha, Shero Propulsion now, of course. Joe Pyburn, of course, raised baits. Joel Martin of FishBaronoff.com. But on the phone, our dear friend, Nick Kester, the Puget Sound Pirate, All-Star Charters. Nikki, that resident coho program went off like a bomb. Tell us about it, buddy. Yeah, it did. The opening day was, let's say, wide open there for a little <laughs> while until we had to go in. Um, yeah, it was a good show. Bigger fish than the last few years, um, for sure. And they are on the two when they're on the two. Not so much yet today. We're waiting on this tide to start forming some rips and finds a little bit cleaner water. But yeah, it's a great fishery. I'm seeing them jump, so I know they're going to go here pretty quick. And so, obviously, today, if if you look at that tide set, we got a 10.6 high early going to a Two minus two point six, lot of water movement. So what what do guys need to know? Are you what are you looking for? Are you looking for those rips? You and I kind of talked about it yesterday. We got some algae bloom going on in the Puget Sound. What do you do if you find yourself in a bunch of that that kind of murky, dirty water? Uh, try to go find some clean water. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm covering quite a bit of ground. I'm on the the north end of Jeff Head now. The south end's really colored up today. And they're just, they don't seem to fight that dirty water. They want that bright, clean water to be able to see them flashers and spoons going off and that. Um, so you got to move around. The other day we started on Jeff and ended up over by the oil docks and the weather buoy on the other side because the water was significantly cleaner. And then it was lights out. So don't so be afraid be, to, don't be afraid to pick up and, and run. Yeah. Move around, find that. Find that clean water. What are you looking for in a water column, Nick? Because, you know, every time you kind of get into them, or do, do you see a cloud, a krill down there? What do, you, what do you see? Do you see these guys arcing? Give us the depths. Give us the drill. I actually had somebody um, email me this week and asked, hey, listen, will you give me the 101 on this fishery? Soup to nuts, gear, depths, speeds, the whole thing, Nicky. Run it down for us, man. Okay. So, first off, they're coho, which are coho you know you find one you want to definitely turn back around they're schooling fish so that's the biggest mistake i see everybody making fish in coho is they hit a fish and they keep going but you want to look at your your charts you want to look at your maps you want to look at your sounder to realize why that fish was there for that purpose on the south end of jeff today we got a pretty good upwelling but i don't have any rips yet there's a bunch of krill down deep in about the 300 zone and you can see that on there those and the krill is the big puffy balls of stuff on your sonar. That's most of the time not herring down deep. So you'll see that. Eventually that upwelling will start pushing that stuff uphill closer to the surface, and that's when the feed starts. The speed, I like traveling a little bit quicker than most guys. I'm doing three miles an hour right now, you know, two five to three five, looking for fish. 
when I find them, I might slow down a little bit, but those fish are going to tell me my speed. If I slow down and I don't get them to bite then, then I'm going to speed it back up and go from there. Um, I'm finding out faster is better than slower with these guys. Yep. Right now we're pulling spoons, um, two-inch, little tiny spoons on my gear. That seemed to work the best on the opener for me. The hoochies, if you're going to run a hoochie, you probably want to run a mini, not a full-size, because they haven't transferred over to herring yet. When they transfer to herring, then the game changes. You're not looking for so much the krill. You're looking for them herring on the surface and – you know, just like regular coho fishery at that point in time, not these resins. But right now they're out of krill. So I don't know why they like that spoon so much, but they seem to, when you find them, pound on that two-inch spoon nonstop. So one thing I see guys do a lot of times is they tend to slow down, right? Yep. And if you're, yep. if you're not catching fish, I'm a big fan of crank up the speed and start searching. And once you locate the fish using your sonar, then when you find the fish, you're on them. Then you dial in your speed to where they want want a bite, right? And, exactly. and guys will end up slowing down, and then you're wasting time. Those fish are biting somewhere. Crank up the speed, travel, use your sonar, find the fish. No, I, I 100%, whether you're fishing king salmon or coho, I think everybody – in the sport industry gets this notion to slow down and the fish will bite, what will happen is the fish will follow you for a lot longer before they're forced to bite. You know, they'll follow gear nonstop, just following it. If you pull it away from them, then they have to make a decision on it. And that's that's always been my theory with fish and salmon. Try to pull it away from them and make them make a decision. Yeah, make force. Yeah, play, play, hard, to, play hard to get. Yeah, just keep it, keep exactly. it, keep it rolling. No question about it. And so, how about leader lengths, Nikki, with those with the mini hoochies and flashers? How how far how far behind the the flasher board, buddy? And 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 right colors, now, colors. Well, I mean, there's on on the boards. I run basically two or three colors of Gibbs flashers. I run a white white board with glow on one side and UV on the other. A green board with glow and UV on the other, and then a dark blue board or a black board is what I've been running lately um, with the same glow or UV. Always run glow and UV at the same time. That way you don't have to change out throughout the day on that because the UV is not going to really come into effect until the sun gets up high. But today it already is up high. We're good, clean water, high sun, so... That UV is in full effect at this moment. Nick Hester, All-Star Charters, joining us this morning. Of course, he's uh, been been hammering away on those that resident co program that opened up on Thursday and, and will run through, uh, actually through July 13th, July 12th or 13th. Yeah, 12th, because then on the 13th, we have Chinook Opportunity going on Marine Area 10. But the other thing you're working on, you're you're bouncing from the coho one day to that wonderful lingcod fishery. Dude, this was one of the best ling fisheries that not only have Joey and I experienced, but... Man, is this a better overall season than we've seen in, in a few years? Oh, this is an amazing season. I'll actually be back on Lincoln tomorrow. Nice. So I'm doing dancing back and forth on this thing. Um, yeah, we last year we started seeing a whole bunch of sublegals start showing up. And obviously this year those sublegals from last year are legal fish. And we're still seeing some monsters. We got some pretty big animals yesterday. 
Um, if you look at the webpage, you can see that the guys that pulled that one up to six foot eight, making me look small, and that fish is probably 50 inches long. Wow. wow. We and we landed, we landed 16 fish yesterday that it took to get our limit. Of course, Nick just had to trump my 49. <laughs> so, I didn't even hear that one, but yeah, it's, it's been a phenomenal fishery. And the great part about it right now, guys, there was one, uh, only one other boat on the bar yesterday that I had to fish around. Everybody else was out fishing salmon. So it spread the fleets out and there's still a super abundance of wind cod out there. The only one problem that's going to happen with that is those green-eyed dogfish are going to show up, and that's going to put an end to that live bait show out there. Yeah, yeah, that's, what, yeah, that's and, coming and, quick. And yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. Has what? that still has that continued to be a a shiner perch program, or are you getting them on sand dabs and shiner perch? It's all the big animals came on. Uh, uh, Stand abs yesterday. Yeah. I think we were probably 50 50 on them okay. yesterday. The the shiner perch are always great. You're going to get tons of activity. You're going to have a bunch of them sub weagles on those, along with a few rockfish here and there. But it seems like those monsters always come on that big sand ab that I've had. So you just got to let them chew. And that's the hardest part. You guys got <laughs> into it this year, and it is. It is everything you know about fishing, you have to forget. You have to put a leash on all the people on the boat, and you just stand back like you're a dog walker with, like, well, four people. And, and and the last time we went out, you know, we know we had a we had a ling on, but it was a smaller one. And that's what the biggest ling of the day came on duty, hitchhiked on the smaller yeah. ling. He was, oh. he, was trying to eat, he was trying to eat Cousin Harry. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, it is. I had guys yesterday that were avid fishermen. I'm like, okay, you guys put your hands in your pockets and stand <laughs> there. And they, 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 I run an eight and a half foot, uh, all glass down, heavy downrigger rods for my wing rods. I go, you're not going to pick that rod up until that third guide is buried in the water. And then you pick it up and start reeling. And don't set the hook because we run all circle hooks, as I highly recommend. And once that fish starts swimming away, they're pretty much guaranteed they're coming to the boat. There you go. He's Nick Nick Kester, All-Star Charters, seattlefishing.net. Nicky, buddy. Dot com. Excuse me. Seattlefishing.com. Nick Kester. Uh, How about if I give your phone number out? uh, 425-327-2421. I won't mess that up. How's that? Nick Nick Kester, we'll see you on the water, buddy. Thank you so much. Thanks, Nick. All right, see you guys soon. Bye, buddy. You take care. All right, coming up next, starts with a B, ends with a B, Northwest Outdoor Report brought to you by Bob's Heating and Air Conditioning right here on the Outdoor Line. Seattle Sports Station 710, Seattle Sports app. The Northwest Outdoor Report is brought to you by Bob's Heating and Air Conditioning. Your family's comfort has been our family's business for over 50 years. You spent much time on the bay lately. Chances are you've seen a hatchery salmon success story in the form of a whole bunch of residualized or resident coho popping up all over. They said to Puget Sound, Marine Area 10, the fishery target and coho opened up June 1st and it was near limit action. Target these feisty, tasty coho. Keep your gear in the top 50 feet of the water column. Troll speeds up above 2.5. Think along the lines of mini hoochies or trimmed silver horde ace high flies or small spoons behind flashers off the downriver. 
Best areas tend to be the usual Marine Area 10 bait-holding suspects like Jeff Head, Kingston, Tai Shoal, and Richmond Beach. Remember that this Resmond Coho fishery has little to do with structure and everything to do with clouds of krill that will show up on your sounder as a layered haze along Puget Sound's midwater column halocline or salinity, salinity layer. Think about running a shotgun rod 50 feet out back with a three or four ounce sinker with a red, red label cut plug tied on red gamakatsu two-aught octopus hooks tied close. This fishery is a great warm-up for our summer salmon opportunities. Marine Area 10 is open for business resident coho through July 12th. It's time to free the coho. They've been imprinting, they've been growing, and now it's time to send them off into the oceanic pasture so they can come back next year all hook-nosed and grown up. Come out and help and learn all about PSA Snow King's Coho Salmon Net Project. Kids of all ages are welcome. The coho will be released on the pier and then all hands on deck at the beach to break down the frame. Slack tide is at 10 a.m., so the meet on the Edmonds Fishing Pier will be at 9.30. PSA Snow King is looking for 20 people on the pier to haul the net up onto the beach to make the frame break down into a quick work. Bring gloves, waders, or boots for the breakdown as the net will be wet and dirty, but will clean the frame at the hatchery. Please RSVP on PSA Snow King Facebook event page. And then you, and thank you for considering volunteering for this salmon enhancement effort. Pretty cool. That's next Saturday, Port Edmonds, uh, 9.30 over there to break down. Watch those Kelho go and then break down that net pen. Possession bar Ling still going strong. Nikki Kester, all-star charter, so you heard in the last segment, says there's a whole pile of Lings to be caught off possession bar on the south tip of Woodby Island. Kester was fishing live sand dabs, a pile of perch pogies. He said they're landing close to a boat limit a day off the bar. The biggest Ling Nick's released so far is an amazing 50-incher. There's a big 13-foot ebb this weekend. It's going to make Ling fishing a bit tougher, folks, and catch some of that mellower flood this afternoon for Lings. Nick said you need to get out there and enjoy some of the best Ling fishing he's seen in years, but don't wait. Ling Cod season in Puget Sound only runs through June 15th. The month of June brought with it the highly anticipated opening of the Tacoma Vashon Marine Area 11 opener. And it did not disappoint. The Point Defiance Boathouse check reported 113 anglers with 53 Chinook for nearly a half a fish per average. Early in the day, the trollers and the meat liners were doing most of the catching, and but as the current slowed for that ebb tide, the jiggers, moochers turned them up good. The bulk of the catch were 8 to 10 pounders with a good scattering of fish into the higher teens and a few true kings in the mid-20s. The word on the street for Friday is that the catch had slowed down a bit but from that torrid pace of the opener, but still very solid. The June Chinook quota is 1,423 fish, nearly three times the paltry 580 kings that were gobbled up in three days last season. If you missed Gabe Miller on the Sport Goes Eyewitness account for the first days of the <laughs> Marine Lover and Fishery, Catch the podcast on theoutdoorline.com. Additional halibut fishing days in the Sound and Ocean Marine areas. A solid halibut season just got more accessible as anglers now have extra days to work over the flat ones this year. WDFW Fisher Managers announced additional halibut fishing days in Marine Area 1 through 4, also known as Iwako, Westport, Lapush, and Nia Bay. June 9, 11, 16, 18, 23, and 25 for the Washington North Coast sub-area, and June 13 and 20 for the Columbia River sub-area. Anglers are reminded that Westport Marine Area 2 is already scheduled to be open the 15th, 18th, 22nd, and 25th, and Puget Sound Marine Areas 5 through 10 is now open every day through the end of June. Hit the fishery regulation page on wdfw.wa.gov for more information. 
Salmon for Soldiers, August 19th at the Port of Everett. Salmon for Soldiers' 10th annual Day of Honor will be held on August 19th at Harbor Marine. Voter registration is opening beginning today and will be first come, first serve until the 100 voter limit is reached. After the event is filled, a waiting list will be kept, so don't wait. New this year, for those skippers who check in on Friday the 18th, there will be a captain's meeting at 1700 hours featuring a barbecue, fishing seminar, and captain's gift bags as well. Don't miss the annual Summer Classic event to say thank you for your service and welcome home to our veterans and active military heroes. For your registration form, please email salmonforsoldiers at gmail.com. The la- One last reminder on the Dog Derby. We need four more boats for the UW football team, so hit dogderby.com and get in the game. The Northwest Outdoor Report has been brought to you by Bob's Heating and Air Conditioning. Enjoy big savings on all Bryant air conditioners and heat pumps during Bob's preseason AC sale. Call Bob's today. Sale ends first day of summer. Uh, update on that Dog Derby. We just need two more boats. Two more boats, and uh, that's going to be a great day. The middle of July on the water with University of Washington football team. Pranathon Part 2. Three. Three. No, we got two days in, in, in eight. Yeah, but we did one one was last year and two was this year. Oh, is that, that the way? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. With, I mean, this is okay. a, All right. This we, we're going to convene on the deck of the Sea Beast this Friday, uh, the 9th, <laughs> and uh, uh, drop some more prawn traps in Marine Area 8 Hood Canal. It's also open. Uh, a word to the wise from our folks at WDFW Enforcement. If you're in Marine Area 6, and you get too close to Protection Island, you will be in the Discovery Bay Shrimping District, which is closed, and you may get a visit and an expensive yeah, little the, piece of paper. The, from they're, they're going to be keeping a close eye on that. There's been a, a, a few accidental wanderings over the line, so uh, stay in six. These things happen. They do. Uh, also, Skagit is open, Rockport and Marmount through July 15th. Cascade River is open four days a week. Uh, greetings to our friends up in Sitka. You've been very patient because you're and, and your patience will be rewarded, Joey and Phil and Joel, okay. because we're uh, we're going to come to you next segment. We want to run through the whole Fish Baranoff program, how folks can get involved, and what's what's new and exciting on on Joel Martin's boats. Uh, I want to run people through the the Fish Baranoff experience because, you know, I I've been up here with you on your boat. But I actually got to come up, and uh, and Joel treated me very well. I I got to stay at his house. He made me dinner every really? night. Joel Martin yeah. can cook. Oh man, Joel is a excellent cook. Really? Yes. Well, we're gonna did, have. Did you have fish? Yeah. <laughs> Was we, there fish? Yeah, we did have, <laughs> we fish. Did have fish. Absolutely, we That's, had fish. Um, does the restaurant is are they doing the cook your catch thing in 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 Tonum Square? Are they doing the cook your catch? They are. Doing they are. Yes. Because that is the best and highest oh. use of black rockfish is to, mm-hmm. when you get them is to fillet them and lightly send them up to the chef and away we go. Yeah. All right, we're going to pop out of here. We're going to get the guys from uh, from Fish Baranoff right here on the Outdoor Line. Seattle Sports Station 710, Seattle Sports App. Get in, sit down, hold on, and listen up. You're in the RenaissanceMarineGroup.com's wheelhouse, brought to you by Weldcraft, Duckworth, and Northwest Boats. Well, my wheelhouse has been... In this wonderful community of Sitka for 30 years, and uh, I'm hoping to start a new streak next year. There's no question about it. But my partner crime, Joey Pyburn, coming at us today from Sitka, where his trip's over, but he's sitting in the offices of fishbearingoff.com with Joel Martin and our buddy Phil Spielgene of Shero Propulsion. So, Joey, folks want to get involved. Folks want to come back. 
Folks want to get up there. How do they how do they do it and what will they find when they when they reach Sitka? Well, the way they do it is they go to fishbearenough.com and check it out or call Joel. Um at the, you know, at the end of the segment we'll give out his number. Um I'll run you through the program because I, I got the full experience. I was treated no differently. I walked in the door. I was handed a chart, and Joel said, everything on that wall of tackle, you can, it's basically <laughs> you're, you're checking it out, right? You're yeah. renting gear. All the lead, the hooks, the halibut gear, the rods, the reels, everything. You just write it down, and if it comes back at the end of your trip and you return it to Joel, you don't pay for it. If it doesn't come back, then you bought it. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. That's but, a good, but it's, that's but a, it's, yeah. yeah, it's, it's a great, I mean, it's a full rental operation. You show up here, you can just show up here with your rain gear and Joel has everything here. Bait, halibut gear, spoons, everything you need, a, a full line of pro cure stuff. I mean, he's got a full tackle shop here. So they outfit you, you write everything down. They march you down to the boat. They run you through a little safety, get you familiar with the boat. These are uh, 19 foot to t- mostly 21 foot uh, Hughes crafts. They all have 150 Yamahas on them. They're outfitted with Scotty downriggers. Um, you jump on the boat. You know, here's the nice thing about Sitka, is you like we talked about earlier. You don't have to travel far. You can get on the boat. I would highly recommend if you're going to come up here. The first spot you go is right here, very close, you know, in Sitka Sound, right out at Viscari, um, maybe over to Bjorka, and there's fish right here. You could spend your whole trip right here in the Sound and not have to go anywhere. Now, there's no reason to run far. What did we burn? The whole time, Phil, we burned? We burned 19 gallons of gas. Wow. <laughs> wow. Now that that's a little bit less than you and I burn in, in the sea beast up oh, here, yeah. Nelly. Dude, I just I just yeah. thought about firing up the sea beast and I just burned 20. <laughs> yeah. And 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 uh Joel and Gene and their crew are amazing. If you look, it, it is Sitka, so if you're you're trolling around out there and you lose a downrigger ball, you you can come, you know, you have a backup on the boat if you lose that one, which listen, it's grabby out there. Um you come back, they'll get you set up, get you back on the water. And if you're close to town here, uh, it's, it's an easy run back. You know, you, you Viscari's a half an hour run out there, and, and you're in some of the best salmon fishing water in the world. And the boats, the experience, the, you know, you've, you, the, you, the, the camaraderie up there. We, we got a bunch of listeners up there right now, and everybody's helping each other. And that's cool, too, because you, the, the wonderful aspect to this trip and what I've used it for my whole time is – Man, I get I get sharp up there, and then come back mm-hmm. to Puget Sound, and your game's already tight, you know. And uh, that's that's I, that's important. It, Sitka is a learning experience above all, learning experience that fills your freezer. Well, and here's the thing: if if you are up here, you know, every morning everybody kind of starts showing up down here around four thirty, five in the morning, piling up in Joel's shop. I would start talking to everybody. I'd get that network going. I'd start trading phone numbers, making sure. Uh, you can text while you're out there. Sometimes if you have service, everybody get on the same channel. It's, it's safer that way. Everybody can talk to each other um, and start sharing information. It's just going to make you more successful. You know, if you got the whole fleet out there, you can call people into a bite and they're going to reciprocate and call you in on a bite. So Joel, Joel Martin, fishbearenoff.com. How many years has it been 
for you since you've been you've been running this program and what are, what are some of the biggest uh, learning points and improvements you've made in fishbearingoff.com well i th- i started the little boat rental business about 7 years ago i came on board with fishbearingoff i think 4 or 5 years ago i don't exactly remember it's been it's been a it's been a big growth pattern uh, we're up to 12 boats now and um, the biggest thing i do for this business is try to keep everything simple and the same and so everybody can, I, I could put you in any boat every day and you'd know how to operate it. And um, I keep all the fishing gear the same. Um, it just seems to have made the best improvements. Um, and everything we run is, you know, mostly all newer boats. So that's probably the best thing that I've done for this business and um, try to provide a good experience for everybody. Not only that, you're excellent at flying Jumbo halibut. <laughs> so I'd watch you. You're be- the only guy I know that can flop that big puppy out there on the on the deck and fillet both sides of that thing, standing up, bending over that thing, and doing the job without cutting himself up. Don't be telling anybody that. Oh man, I tell it's you what, fun to, it's it's fun to watch a big halibut hit the deck. And Joel pounces on it like a cougar. I mean, he and pulls just, a knife and, out and, of nowhere and he's going. And fillets just start flying up in the air, and people are catching them. It's crazy. He he dismantles them uh, with precision, for sure. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, and it's funny because it, Joel sees a big one come to the dock. That's mine. I'll get it, right? Yeah. But don't let him hand you the, what is it, AFT tackle? What was that knife you gave me that I cut my finger off with? And I mean off, dude. AFCO? My, yes, that AFCO blue handle gold blade. Dude, that's the sword of Damocles. I mean, I think you cut your dock in half with that thing. I still use it, Tom. It hangs on the back wall. Yeah. And we came in that day with no halibut, and he was down there with his knife in hand, and we tied up, and we had nothing. And and then we we pulled that little octopus out of the live oh, well. Oh, baby, yeah. And he went to town on it. Yeah, he did. So, Joel, what's the biggest halibut you've seen hit the dock for your, uh, your, your uh, rental boat fleet this year so far? Uh, just a shy of a hundred pounds. Nice. I've had a lot of guys, uh, have a big one up to the boat and, um, you know, didn't quite, uh, get a good grab on it. We did catch a, you know, high nineties fish, um, on a, another catching day with Joey and me and Phil and the families. That's Jackson. Cool. Very cool. How about the biggest Chinook? And 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 give us you know, your feeling. What a thirty twos on the board. I saw twenty five on the dock. What else, what else are you seeing as far as decent sized Chinook up there? That's the biggest one so far this year. Is a twenty five on my dock. You know, I've seen a, a I know of a couple thirty sixes caught in town. So it's the last weekend of the Salmon Derby this weekend, and um, we'll see what happens. Maybe the bigger winner will be just that thirty five pounder. Are you are you running into any clip fish up there that are still coming our way? They're still more loading up and coming. Yeah, I think uh, after this next set of tide cycle, we'll get we'll get another wave of fish. All right. Well, I, I see Phil Spielgene up there, and uh, I, I we haven't we haven't really heard from Phil. Of course, we love having Phil on the boat. Worked with Phil while he's with Yamaha for a number of years now with Shero propellers. You brought a couple of those Shero props, slapped them on the back of those Yamahas back there, and I think everybody started grinning at that point, Phil. Yeah, man, it, it worked out exceptionally well. You know, I, I like to bring the good stuff, Tom. <laughs> I, don't, do, I, don't have, I don't have everything fun around, but I got a few things in my pocket that ship a little of this or that up there. And then, like they said earlier, fundamentally changed how the boat ran. So that was just a positive experience. And then, you know, this is my third year up here, my second year in a boat with Joel and just the uh, 
the safety, the 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 quality of the equipment. It, you just keep making things better and better. So to be able to put that on there, experience that, it's kind of some icing on the cake for us. And see the see these big salmon come over. The all of our more waypoints were added yeah, more, this year. More, more. Uh, now, now, are you I talking in your is, in your brain pan or in Joel's plotters? Which where are the waypoints located? Uh, they are on a, a small little chip that is now <laughs> safely secured in the, uh, the the salmon tackle box. You gave him. But it, it was nice, Tom. Phil shows up and he goes, I'm looking at this, you know, this unit and I'm like, hmm, OK, there's, you know, I'm used to Nellie's boat. There's no waypoints on this thing, really. Uh, and Phil's like pulls out this little chip. He's like, I brought my chip. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, God bless you. Yeah, you know, we we uh, we abuse some of the normal spots, and and I Wait, had to send a message. Hold it, hold it, hold it, back up the truck here. Did that chip come off my boat? Did you there, download? There is a the thing called the cloud now, and oh, this cell phone device that I have in my pocket. Unbelievable. Uh, and then you know, last year, they're oh, pretty, uh, maybe maybe not. Yeah. This is this is fish. He's sneaky. This He's is sneaky, Tom. Dude, this is fish espionage. You can't do that. I believe I profess on this program as part of my retirement. Dude, it's, that's, hey, it, it's if it's if it's there. It's legal wow. to take. I, 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 Bob, legal Bob, tender. Bob, I, I feel, I feel violated. My, 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 my plotter's been accessed. That's no, horrible. No, it's, it's, it's a legacy. It's what we call okay. legacy. <laughs> and now this legacy is safely stored on a very know, small man. eight I megabyte did, chip that it, travels with it, us. It, this and, is I, rank, and I did not accidentally it, go it's erase backing data. backing up your files Dude, off ground. This is frank fishpionage, and, and this will be addressed. This is gonna, <laughs> this is, this is gonna cost you. will be paid. This is, this is gonna cost you a share. Shero kicker prop, okay? I want to. I want a Shero prop for my T25 now, okay? You guys. Well, you, you yeah. know that. And that I, and I and I think should there be fish penalties too? Should there be? Yeah, I, I think I'm. I'm going to need some fish penalties one too. Box. So I, yeah, one box of fish. This will cost one you box of fish penalty. One, all right, <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. it. It's a deal at twice the price. What a place to be. What, so a, what an experience to have. If you ever get a chance to come up here, get in one of these boats and just experience it. And, and an incredible thing. Now, two years in a row we've done it. I've walked away with fish. So, if, you know, you do it once, it's beginner's luck. You do it twice, now we're starting to trend. But the thing of it is, Phil, too, is from your first year experience aboard my boat, now the place is more familiar to you. Now oh. you kind of can make your own calls. And now you you have not stopped thinking about Sitka since the first time you landed in Sitka. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> you come here and it, and it forces you to become a better fisherman because – the chaos when you're hooking one after the next after the next and you get to that the the doldrums that never happen you're right there in the middle of the action and yeah i haven't stopped thinking about it now my wife actually knows some of the nice intersections and the road names there and you the go. Shops she likes Perfect. so crucial step two is house hunting the rest of the tribe yeah and now she's is she real estate shopping while you guys are doing radio this morning is that the deal Perhaps. Yeah, perhaps. perhaps. <laughs> okay, good. We need a place to stay, obviously, for next year. So, all right, guys. Well, th- you know, when, when's your flight, Joey? When uh, when you guys? Uh, one uh, one forty five. A one forty five out of Sitka put you here yep. safe and sound in Seattle around uh, four thirty five o'clock this afternoon. It's such an easy flight, dude. Yeah. No, it's amazing. I mean, and the flight up, just it's such a piece of cake getting up here. Um, the trip from the airport over to Fish Baranoff is about two minutes. So you can land, get over here, and if you're here early, you can get outfitted and be on the water, you know, probably within, 
you can be on the water within 45 minutes and fishing right out here in front. Oh, we do it every year, man. I yeah. mean, we, we fly and fish the same day. That's coming in. You can't fly and fish out the same day, Joey. I think it's you a, could. No, I think you could. No, no, we can't. I think we're we not, could We're have. not doing that. No, we're not hmm. doing that. So, so mm-hmm. Joel, Joel Martin, um, let, let me ask you one last time, Joel Martin of fishbaronoff.com. Do you, do you have any holes if guys are interested in coming up and joining, joining you in Sitka? I, I do have some spaces available. I have lots of uh, – or a little bit of room in uh, July – and um some august coho fishing times and you know it's um just give me a call at 907-738-9090 and we'll try to squeeze you in um it doesn't have to be a full long week-long trip to be successful you could come up just for a long weekend uh it doesn't there's no set dates it's self-guided so you can pick as many days as you want to do if you just want to come up for the a long three-day or whatever you want and um should be a lot of king salmon in the waters this summer with uh, the lack of commercial fisheries going on, so we should have quite a bit of salmon. Yeah, that's that's another thing too. That's that's a whole another segment right there. I mean, the, the the word on the street locally cannot be positive about a certain group called the Wild Cash Conservancy out of Duval that that uses holes in the Endangered Species Act to line their pockets and close local community fisheries like that. Yeah, it's not going to be good for Southeast Alaska. But a lot of these guys have been diversifying. There's other things they can do. Um, there's a lot of cohos on the ocean and, um, hopefully everybody in the United States of America can get some good, uh, quality f- frozen cohos and maybe some king salmon if they do decide to open it back up. There we go. All right, Joel Martin. Well, thanks buddy. We'll keep in touch with you. Joey Pyburn. Thanks buddy. We appreciate it. I'm sorry you have to come home, but the weather down here is absolutely stellar for the whole week so uh so and then and then uh tell tell philly of course we expect to see him uh down here in puget sound again too this summer so all right and start lifting some weights for friday yeah yeah (laughs) because well if the pot puller goes out joey you're you're the pot puller right so okay well i mean i guess the pot our pot puller is not going out (laughs) that's true that is that is very true all right we're gonna pop out here for a quick break coming up next the hottest report we heard all week and the techniques you need to succeed it's roar robinson rv's really where and it's next here in the outdoor line seattle sports station 710 seattle sports app no way you gotta be kidding me really where? It's coming back. The island of Tinny and Delady. Where'd you get him, man? No way. You, you gotta tell me. I, I, I'm not gonna tell anybody. Ocean Journey Red. Hey, man, can you tell me where you got him? I'll never put on a life jacket again. Welcome to RoyRobinsonRV.com's Really? Where? Where? RoyRobinsonRV.com will take you anywhere. Really? It's time to step up to the number one Winnebago dealer in the entire Pacific Northwest, the all-new Robinson RV Center at Smoky Point. You're going to find a complete lineup of Class A's, Class B's, Super C's, travel trailers, fifth wheelers, toilers, pop-ups, campers, and so much more. Roar Robinson RV Center, RoarRobinsonRV.com. Bob Buchanan joining me in studio. Matt Nelson running the board. Coach Joey Pyburn finishing and just staying there, just parked right there. You, you did a semi-successful first remote broadcast, dude. Very good. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome, man. I love it. Okay. All, you, all you need is a couple, another eye rig and a couple more headsets, and you know, yes, we get the exactly. other guys pulled in. So uh, lots going on down here when you get here, buddy. Bob and I were just talking. Bob and I. Bob and I? Yep. Bob and I. Um, he would be heading to uh, Marine Area 11 right after this if he didn't have uh, a little bit of yard work to do. Myself, I cleaned off my mooring float yesterday because I'm going to put the boat on the mooring float and in doing so, when I cleaned the float and changed the chain, there was a massive ball of mussels, and I hadn't eaten anything all day. I thought, 
what would Joey Pyburn do? He would grab some of these mussels and yard them up to the house, and I did. They were amazing, dude. Now, I wouldn't scrape them off a creosote pier, but off that poly float, dude, big, heavy mussels. It was like my own private aquaculture project, right? They were amazing. Dude, it was amazing. I, I believe those mussels are three years old. Could be. Is that when we? Yeah. Well, well that yeah. ball's been there a long time, but, but it, they, they were little when when we reset your yeah, your these mooring. Were, cha- these were big. These yeah, were, dude, they're they so were good. Amazing. I used to I used to pluck them off uh, the tower there at Camino Head, and. They're not like what you would buy out of the store mussels because they do have their little beard attached. Oh, yeah. You gotta you gotta pluck that dude out of there. But they are amazing eating, and I I don't think a lot of people know you could just go out there and collect those things and eat them. Yeah, I mean off a concrete pile that'd be okay. You don't want to eat them off a creosote piling, no. you know, definitely. But um, dude, yeah, I'm I'm a mus I'm a muscle fan. Anytime I roll something over on the beach, I see some big muscles. I'm gonna start pulling. You're like a you're like a otter omnivore. You know, yeah, a little bit. Anything that isn't in the salt water and edible, you're you're willing to take a shot, dude. When the tide is out, the table is set. <laughs> um, so so I'm actually headed for the Port of Everett. I'm going to fuel up the boat and, and head north. I'm going to make one scrape across Toilet Bubble. That's going to be open. It's been good for a couple three three bites. We had three chances yesterday at the bubble, at, that which which was kind of a standard score uh, mm-hmm. there yesterday. Still waiting for some of the bigger fish to show up. The ones I saw. You know, we're not not anything to get your heart broken over whether you caught them or not. But um, that's going to change. That's going to change because Bob down in the South Sound, you know of a couple fish in the mid twenties. Yeah, there's there's been some five year olds, and I'm told uh, I do know some folks that were in the uh, Spring Chinook fishery on the Puyallup, the tribal fishery, the elder fishery. And they they've been getting a couple really nice five year olds every day. Yeah, I don't doubt there. that a bit. And I mean, you know, and what's exciting to me is though, I mean, two weeks from tomorrow, we're heading for the airport to go hit hit the Peregrine dot com trip. Still got I know I know it's last minute now, but you guys should really consider coming because with what's going on in Sitka, which Joey's the best Chinook fishery you've seen up there since you've been coming up there. Wide open. And Rob, wide open. It's wide open for Robo in Southeast. Um, talking to the people at the lodge, it's 2025 Chinook in a morning bite at Peregrine Lodge right now. That's mm-hmm. per boat. That's per morning. That's not staying out all day and grinding on it. That's putting gear in the water, bam, and you're having cocktails by noon. That, which that's is, about which what we've is, had here. Which is dangerous, right, okay? Right. But still, a, 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 a lot of fun. Ours has been about that. It's about that 20, 20 kings in a morning bite. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, you can weed through yeah. some fish and t- and take some really nice a, a nice grade of salmon with that. Or look, you could be done here in about fifteen minutes if you <laughs> if you just want to kill legal fish and be done. It's, See that's that's what Matt likes hearing is is uh-huh. the fact that we don't have to stay out in the boat all day and sort through a bunch of halibut that we can go right, Matthew. We can fly the helicopter in and we can get our limit real quickly. So you can are you, are you is it going to be putt putt on the lawn or are you going to be feeding deer on the lawn at Peregrine? Probably napping. Probably napping. Or at the bar. Okay. The all right. Okay. Well, well you can do all, a little you, bit of all of it. You can kind of do both because there's going to be more time in the afternoon at the lodge. So, so uh, two weeks from today, we're on. A, we're two weeks from tomorrow. We're on a helicopter, Matthew. What do you think? Can't wait. Um, yeah, it's going to be a good one. So, and that's and that that's we'll get a little payback from Joey because we get to go fishing somewhere and he's going to be back home for for a rotation. So, dude, I'm so glad you got up to Sitka. I'm so glad that you know we've got a bunch of friends and and, and folks and listeners and stuff up there and fish bearing off. I think it's cool as heck, buddy. Yeah, no, th- dude, this is just a, a great experience. And I, I got a, uh, I took the day off yesterday. I was kind of beat up after fishing 
three days. Um, it's a little bit different, you know, running everything and not Yo. having you, you know, you and I work together. So having to run all the gear for four people, uh, they beat me up pretty good. Yeah. Uh, trying to catch everything for everybody. Um, so I took yesterday off and I, I was able to kind of go cruise and talk to some of our friends. I, I talked to Greg Kane, um, down at his dock. He said the same thing. He's like, man, this fishing is like, it's really, really exceptionally good for this time of year. It's only going to get better up here. And, and we're going to see a big wave of these fish heading south. Uh, the, our biggest, our biggest fish we caught about 16 pounds was a hatchery fish. It made me wonder where's this bugger headed. Yeah, you know? no doubt, dude. Cause he's um, going to grow before wherever he gets where he's going. Yeah. 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 And this, so. this place is amazing. Sitka is, it's beautiful. It has everything you need. Uh, amazing restaurants, you du- know, direct flights from Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. It's direct so flight. Are, you, are you on the nonstop home? Oh yeah. Of course, and and it's, yeah. they're short flights. Dude, it, it is. Just, you, yeah. You get up in the yeah, air. You, you get a chapter and a half done and you gotta, you gotta be, put your seat yep. table down. <laughs> That's put it. your table down. All right, Joey. Well, thanks for jumping in, man. We sure, sure appreciate it. Bob, you All right. I'll see you guys tomorrow. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. Uh, you know, it's having you in the studio is always, always kicking the pants, buddy. Looking look, look forward to Friday for sure. Go fun. drop some shrimp pots. It's a lot to do out there this week. It's yeah. an exciting week for everyone uh, yep. down here with what's happening. And 11's open, 10's open. It's, it's just getting better now. All of Puget Sound's open right now for both Lings and Halibut. And, of course, Chinook seasons will be shortly. We do have that opener for uh, for yeah. shrimp in in yep. Area 8, too. So, miss any show, jump on MyNorthwest.com. Uh, jump on TheOutdoorLine.com or download that Apple Podcast app. For Matt Nelson behind the glass, for Bob Buchanan helping us out here in the studio, this is Tom Nelson. This has been the Outdoor Line, Seattle Sports Station 710 and the Seattle Sports app.